I'm Antoine. And I'm Don. And you're in tune to the Renew You Fit podcast. Today's topic is going to be supplements and the benefits of using them and how to add them to your existing diet. I think the biggest question to the audience out there is when should you begin taking supplements and what products to take, especially after 40, right? Yeah. Our niche audience, the people we're speaking to today, these are clients that are majority over 40 years old and in their 50s, 60s, should you take them? I would say, you know, unequivocally, it all depends on your existing diet. The reason you would take a supplement is to fill nutritional gaps, right? That's something that I don't think most people think about. The first question to ask yourself instead of asking, should I be taking supplements is, is my diet on point? Mm. Are my macros on point? Your macros bringing your protein, fats, and carbs. We were driving the other day when we were doing a video shoot and, and you and I both were talking about, you know, there's some times where you're hungry, right? Yes. And there's times where you're not. You know, I think uh, it just depends on you. The one thing I noticed, though, is at least a multivitamin everybody can benefit from, right? There's no way we're eating all the balanced foods. Like, do you get enough fruits and vegetables every single day? I, I, I don't actually get enough food and vegetables, but I do drink soja. Yes. It has all the fruits and vegetables I need. <laughs> That's my supplement. There you go. Well, that is a I'm supplement. I'm not boiling them, and I'm not cutting them all up. They're already grinded, and I just take a sip. Supplements. Supplements. I like that. There's a new term. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, let's kind of talk a little bit about a broad range of supplements. You've got things from fat loss. Mm -hmm. And let's be honest, most people that are looking at supplementing are looking at probably toning down a little bit, maybe losing a few inches, increasing mm -hmm. energy. That leads me into the next one, pre-workout supplements, muscle gain supplements. We're in the middle of cold and flu season. Obviously, I think, you know, pandemic is top of mind for everybody, uh, social distancing and those type of things. Well, the reality is cold and flu is around all the time. Right? What are pre-workout supplements? So a pre-workout supplement would be something that will get your energy up. I personally would rather take something like a cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. I prefer natural caffeine like that versus adding caffeine in a supplement. Mm -hmm. But there are people that take those. I would say that's probably the one thing that you really need to pay attention to most after 40. I don't necessarily know if everybody can benefit from that. For example, are you on a heart medication? You know, is there something that you need to monitor from, say, your diabetic or other medications? That's the thing you need to ask yourself. What type of supplements should I be taking if I want to get some type of muscle gain and not just energy? Well, I, I think it's a combination of things. I think the first thing is you definitely want to make sure that you're getting enough protein inside your mm -hmm. macronutrients. Remember, protein builds muscle. Uh, the other thing that you want to do is make sure that you have the energy to be able to lift and do the exercises. Remember, you're not going to get stronger or put on muscle unless you're able to repair that tissue, right, through mm -hmm. protein, and more importantly, unless you're able to exercise. Mm -hmm. So having the energy to do that is important. So I think that's why pre-workouts are something that a lot of people want to talk to because that's the thing that's going to get them the energy to get the workout. I heard a lot about antioxidants. How does that help me as a supplement? I think the antioxidants are important. We were just talking about cold and flu season. What it does is it will help boost your immunity, your natural immunity to fight off those colds and flus, right? Um, let me ask you this. Do you think that, uh, you know, supplements are beneficial to people that say 
have a poor diet, like we talked about, right? Making sure you're eating the right things. Do you think it will be beneficial for somebody to take something like that? I think somebody that has a poor diet and really doesn't have a great choice of food, a supplement will be very valuable to them. Absolutely. And here's what I like in a supplement too. Think about it this way. Your supplements are going to be like vitamins, minerals, and herbs, mm -hmm. right? So when you talk about adding something into the diet, it doesn't have a ton of calories, mm -hmm. right? That's the benefit of taking a supplement versus eating a food. So you're able to put nutrients in the body and you're not adding a ton of additional calories. So if you're trying to lose weight, you're able to monitor that deficit, give your body the needed nutrition, right? That it needs and the energy and fuel to be able to do the things that you want to do. But it goes back to what you talked about before. Diet is important, right? So I think for each person, there isn't a one size fits all. If you're a person, say 65 or over, and you have very specific medications that you're on, you need to be careful. You need to consult your physician before you start putting anything into the diet. Just like medications can interact with each other and cause a negative thing, so can supplements, right? If you take the wrong thing mixed with the medication, how do you know what's going to happen to your heart rate? So those are all factors to look at. Um, you know, we've been taping a, a, a wide audience, right? A very diverse group of people, right? It's a very niche market that we're, we're speaking to. What's the one thing that would scare you maybe a little bit in trying to steer somebody to a supplement? I'll be afraid to give somebody a supplement that's going to make them gain weight or get um, water mass like creatine or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you know what? There are benefits to something like creatine. Absolutely. But you're right. It, it does retain water. Um, I think, uh, you know, there are benefits to that when you're looking at competing in something that you're trying to move a lot of weight. Mm -hmm. There are definite benefits to increasing strength like that. But you're right. Water gain is a part of it. So for someone that's just, you know, saying, hey, if my body is a specific way and I want to get it another way, how do I do that? I think it breaks down the classifications, right? Mm -hmm. I would say, are you a person that's looking to maintain your body, right? Are you a person that is looking to maybe lose some weight? Or are you somebody that's looking at gaining a little bit of mass? It depends on you. So you would custom fit your nutritional program to monitor that and mirror that type of that type of diet that you're on. And then you would do the same thing with your supplements. Say if I'm on a all fruit diet or all vegetable diet, mm -hmm. what type of supplements would you recommend for me to take if I'm just just mainly green? There's a lot of folks that, that I've worked with, Antoine, and that's a great question. I think culturally, uh, in the area that we live in, I have a lot of people that are vegans, mm -hmm. right? That, that don't, for religious purposes, they, they don't eat meat. Um, listen, you need to make sure that you're completing branch chain amino acids. And that's what happens when you are not eating proteins, right? Mm -hmm. Like fish or beef or chicken. You're missing essential amino acids that complete that protein. So... What are, what, are, what, are, what are the benefits to essential amino acids? Quite a few. Um, but to answer your, your question, mm -hmm. I think there's things that you can supplement in. So, for example, um, you know, for somebody that is 100% on a vegan diet, uh, you need to find something that you can add in that will help complete that branch chain amino. Maybe they, they don't want to eat meat at all. Uh, hemp seeds would be a natural thing in nature that has no known allergies and is one of the few things that you can take that actually has legitimate protein. Um, you know, soy and other things, there are drawbacks to that. Mm -hmm. So for a guy, that wouldn't be something we would want to take. You know, you, you definitely after 40 don't want soy because it can create breast tissue. Mm -hmm. It enhances female features in males. So that's not something that we would want. 
females, it's okay, you know, for a woman to take that. You definitely want to consult your physician again because, you know, after menopause, for a lot of our audience, right, one of the things that I noticed that that they struggle with is uh, maybe breast cancer runs in the family. Mm-hmm. Soy can activate that. Wow. So there are certain things that you want to talk to your physician about, you know, if you eat things in excess that can do that. So I would say, you know, as far as protein, like you had asked me, there are things that you can add in. And even a uh, meal replacement uh, protein-based supplement could be fine. And there's a wide variety. You have ones that are coming from, you know, plant-based, and you have some that are coming from animal-based products or just whey, like milk isolate. What type of supplement do you think a runner would need? You know, he doesn't lift weights, he just runs. No, no type of weightlifting, just a pure runner. What type of supplements does he need to take to keep his um, muscle density and to keep his energy? I think it's the latter part that that's important, like you're talking about. Uh, definitely protein is important to, to recover, mm-hmm. right? We understand that. But for those type of individuals that are in distance, I would say the biggest thing that is going to impact them is going to be the energy. And having some type of complex carbohydrate would be the best thing. Mm-hmm. So any supplement that will add a complex carbohydrate like a bar. Notice when you have runners in long distance, like you're talking about, they'll hand them certain things like goo. Mm-hmm. You have that goo that's a high you know, concentration of complex carbs and simple carbs immediately to go into your system and give you that jolt. Uh, those things work well. And obviously, you would probably custom fit your diet to that too. So maybe carb loading on pasta and stuff the mm-hmm. night before an event, that would be something to think about. Um, I have a question for you. So in your athletic endeavors, uh, obviously recovery is a big thing, right? So you brought up branched chain amino acids, and I think that's a perfect lead-in to this. How, how hard is it when you've been, say, on uh, a workout program or you were playing sports back-to-back days where your body's tired, it's sore, you're lethargic, you know? What do you do? What, what kind of supplement can help an individual like that? When you play sports, all you ate was whey protein and tuna. Yeah, protein is important. You're right. So protein, the tuna. tuna, not necessarily creatine. It was just protein and tuna. That's that's what you ate, so you won't feel heavy. Yep. A lot of people have protein shakes or have uh, energy boosters like caffeine mm-hmm. boosters where you just taste like chocolate milk, have a lot of energy. Other than that, then you go home and eat a pizza. You know, I, I, <laughs> I think there's a lot of athletes when we're younger that, that would benefit from that. But as we age, right, mm-hmm. to our demographic in the 40 plus, I think one of the things that is the toughest thing is the recovery process, right? Mm-hmm. Being able to go back and do that workout that you know you need to do, say, after a long day at work where you've been on the computer for hours and your mind is kind of shot. One of the things that can help is branched chain amino acids, right? Mm-hmm. Taking some BCAAs is a good way to help your body recover, to get your cells back on point, and more importantly, to be able to get you the needed strength to be able to pursue those endeavors that you want. So protein, branch chain amino acids, there's very specific things that you would do for strength training and recovery. Uh, The other thing that I would recommend is you got to lay out what you're eating from top to bottom. A lot of people just look at what I put in my plate from breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They don't look at the snacks sometimes. And I think the other thing that impacts that is hydration. So some of the supplements that I see that are great are things that you can put in hydration-wise, like you're talking about, the fruits and vegetables that you have, right? A lot of people don't count that as part of their macros, though. They, they think, well, I drank it. I didn't eat it. It's, it's not the same. There are a lot of great products. Um, I'll tell you what. One of the supplements that I take is kombucha. Kombucha. 
So kombucha is a great probiotic. I think life cultures in a kombucha have health benefits. There's no, there's no question about that. Um, each person is going to be different, and that doesn't mean you use it all the time. That's the thing that I think that most people fail to realize is there's a lot of great products, but just because you use the product continuously doesn't mean it's going to have the same benefits. Mm. Like we talked about with diet, some days you're hungry, other days you're not. You need to listen to your body. The same thing goes with your supplements. If your energy is starting to crash, your workouts are stagnant, you're not progressing, maybe it's time for a change. As you say, there's not one supplement that fits all. No. And I would say the industry as a whole, when you and I looked at when we first started taking supplements, there wasn't as many products on the market, right? It was really simple. It was muscle gain, fat loss. And at that point, there really was not anything with regards to energy. If you wanted energy, you would drink coffee before your workout. Oh, do they have those, uh, the caffeines? Yes. They taste, like, taste like chocolate. You get the whole thing. Yeah. They had, they had all the Ephedra, 98, 99. They had everything. You Xenadrine, Hydroxycut. Hydroxycut was phenomenal. I, I love that. I used to drink, uh, I used to drink the Speed Tea, Speed Stack, all of that stuff, right? Here's the interesting thing, though. When I, first, when I first started lifting and I was introduced to that, again, they didn't even have those things. Like you said, those things didn't even come in until the mid-90s, mm. right? So all of a sudden, the supplement industry went through a boom, and I think it mirrored sports. Mm -hmm. So you see this athlete taking something like Androstenio, right? Yeah. Andro poppers were big back in the day where it would help boost your T levels like Mark McGuire when he hit all those home runs that year. That was a big thing. Creatine he was taking. So when you look at things, it seems to be cyclical, right? It, it kind of mirrors what's going on with sports or society mm -hmm. at that time. I think we're in a little bit different phase. I think the consumers are a lot more educated now than ever before. And I think that's a good thing. And I think there's also more transparency with regard to supplements. Back then, we didn't know how ephedra would, would affect us. So people yeah. start passing out on the field. Yeah, because they were dehydrated they when you were dying taking that. Pitchers. Yeah. In, the, in the minor leagues, a lot of people start having heart attacks. A couple of people die. And that's when they found out it had, well, that's when the public found out mm -hmm. it had ephedra in it. Yeah. And you know what's interesting, Antoine? I don't, I don't think ephedra itself is bad. I think the use that they were using ephedra was bad. Mm -hmm. And that's the, that's the sad part is that there could be a good product, but if it's stacked with other things, like mm -hmm. we we're talking about not knowing how your body's going to interact and not staying hydrated when you're doing that because you're trying to drop weight because you came in camp overweight. And maybe that's a part of your clause in your contract that you, you won't, you'll miss out on money. Of course, these guys were going to do stuff like that. But I mean, one time I was taking hydroxycut and I took one day I didn't take it. And I was in the outfield, literally falling asleep. I was inside the, the um, batter's box on deck, falling asleep. They took me out the game and. That definitely had a fetch in it. Oh, there's no doubt. Because I, as soon as I stopped taking, the very next day, you I were, was You were just yes. done, like lethargic, ready to fall. Yeah. <laughs> that was not fun. Well, it's like going through a coffee withdrawal, mm -hmm. right? So for somebody that, that is used to drinking caffeine. And tea. Tea withdrawal. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's tremendous benefits. I think there are side effects to some products. I think it depends on the individual. I think you need to look at your overall health. I think you need to assess that. You need to see how your medication and your diet are working. And quite frankly, let's be honest, there is not a pill. I don't care how great the supplement industry has evolved. There is not any pill that you can take that is going to change a lack of consistent behaviors. 
if you consistently do not exercise, you consistently have a poor diet, mm -hmm. you're not going to be in shape. It's like when skinny people still had a little little fat right there. That's yes, sugar. That's, that's correct. Like, that's them um, donuts. Those whole that's a lot of things. I, I, I think it's a lack of movement and mm -hmm. too much food, right? Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people don't want to focus in on that. They're looking for the silver bullet that's going to basically fix everything overnight. There's no overnight thing. It took you time to get to that weight. There's 3,500 calories stored in a pound of fat. It takes time to get there. It takes time to take it off. And the smart people are the ones that they know that this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. The supplements will help when you get to sticking points. But I wouldn't go out and take a ton of products until you get your diet right, your sleep right, your hydration right, and you start doing things smart. Well, you, you were telling me what you just said about calories. Mm -hmm. So you can take all the supplements. But if you eat all those burning fat burning supplements, but when you eat like a Twinkie throughout the day or eat some um, like some cereal or anything sweet with sugar, mm -hmm. if you don't work out, that's still going to stay on your stomach. Yes and no. It's not a it's not a simple answer. So think of it this way. At the end of the day, we each have an allotment of calories based on our lean body mass. Mm -hmm. Right. So we each have unique genetics. Right. So when you look at your lean body mass and you look at your physical activity level, that's going to dictate how many calories your body burns naturally throughout the day, whether you're sedentary. Right. Just even at rest or whether you're moving. It's not that eating a Twinkie is going to make you fat. It's the fact that you ate a ton of calories and then you ate that Twinkie, which puts you 400 or 500 calories mm -hmm. over the amount of calories that you had. The reality is this junk foods don't make you feel good. They may make you have energy right away and satisfy, right? And satiate that, that, that thirst or that quench that you have for greasy or sugary foods. Mm -hmm. But if that's all you ate, that crash is going to go quick. It's not going to be a good feeling. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, Antoine, if you ate 500 calories worth of Twinkies, you'd still lose weight if that's all you ate, mm -hmm. especially someone your size. That's not going to make you feel good. You're not going to have tons of energy. You'll probably be on the set passing out like you did when you were in that outfield. You always, you always like you bring back my jokes. No, I love that. I, I think that's a great analogy for the audience. I'll be passing out like I did in outfield for eating a little Twinkie. You know, Twinkie takes me a long way, Don. A little bit of sugar. Goes that's, a long that's, way? That's, uh, that's nuclear for me. I eat a Twinkie, I'll be ready to go for five days. Don't believe it. Don't I love it. One Twinkie, five days for me. That's all I need. Well, it's like me with my 12 cups of coffee, right? Yeah. So <laughs> keep on going for four or five days. I, I, I love it. I love the caffeine. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think, again, though, I think each person is unique, right? Each person responds differently. Um, we were talking about a, a close friend of mine, at least I was sharing with you mm -hmm. earlier, about how diabetes affects it, right? There are a lot of supplements that people that are diabetic can't take. There are a lot of foods that they shouldn't be eating. Again, it just goes back to you. What I would say is this. Look at the goal that you have. Look at your current health condition. There are a lot of great products out there. Do your research. That's the beautiful thing about the internet or podcasts like ours that are informative and educational is you're empowering consumers with the right information to challenge things for themselves. You know, look at it. Um, just because there's a product on a social media platform or on TV doesn't mean it's good. It doesn't. It just means you got people endorsing it. Exactly. We're talking about TV. Then there, there's platforms that endorse supplements, and some of them say take this supplement, and you'll get mass body body weight. You'll mm -hmm. get big and buff. 
why is not eating food normally not enough to get a massive mus muscle gain? You know, I think for most people, um, that's not the case, right? Mm -hmm. Especially in our, our audience after mm -hmm. 40. But for a lot of young folks, like I, I remember at a stage in life where I could not put on a ton of weight when I started training mm -hmm. and working out. I could eat just ridiculous amount of calories and it was like an empty pit, right? Mm -hmm. I, I did not have the ability. So I took a weight gainer, a mass gainer, mm -hmm. in addition to all the food that I was eating. Mm -hmm. That helped, but it's not sustainable, right? I, I really got full and it, it made me lethargic. So I think those are all factors that, you know, someone needs to look at. Um, it just depends on the individual, man. It, it depends on how fast their metabolism is and their genetics. Mm -hmm. Okay. What other questions do you think you got for supplements? No, I, that's, I was just wondering because, you know, when I was younger, I had, like you said, I had to put muscle mass on. Mm -hmm. So I had to take some whey protein. As I'm older, I don't necessarily put muscle mass. I'm actually putting it on fat when I'm eating the weights. I'm not getting the poke out that I was getting when I was actually taking whey protein. Sure. So, and I know a lot of people who just eat food usually don't get that physique that they see people on TV talking about they're all natural. So they actually take supplements in order for those things to pop out. That's why I was saying, why is it harder to get naturally big versus to while you're using supplements? Yeah, I, I think supplements are a key element to helping people take their athletic endeavors to a new level mm -hmm. and to a new point, no question. Um, supplements are natural, right? They're natural in nature, herbs, vitamins, and minerals. Uh, there are things that are not natural that mm -hmm. people can put in their bodies, you know, supplement-wise. What, what I think the audience um, is looking at is if I went to, say, uh, GNC or mm -hmm. I went online and I looked, what should I look at? For everybody out there, the first thing I would say is look at the narrative of the company. What are they trying to sell and what are you trying to accomplish, mm -hmm. right? You got to look at the narrative of the pitch. What are they trying to pitch you? That's it, right? They're there to sell a product. For everybody out there, depending on what your needs are, I think the biggest thing that everybody can benefit from are general health supplements, mm -hmm. antioxidants, uh, being able to take something like vitamin C to help boost your immunity making sure that you take a basic multivitamin, like I talked about earlier, filling the gaps that you're not getting out of your current diet. And for those people that are vegan, make sure you get enough protein. Like it's real simple. It doesn't need to be complex. You really just want to have maybe one, two things tops mm -hmm. that you do at a time. That's it. it, it it's, it's not much more than that. Um, there are benefits to things like magnesium as you age mm -hmm. that can definitely help, right? Uh, that help men especially as T levels start to get imbalanced. Magnesium is something that is beneficial. Uh, it even helps women with low estrogen. You know, mm -hmm. there are certain things that you can look at over your 40s that are beneficial. Uh, vitamin D, right? Especially as we age. Vitamin D is a supplement. As a matter of fact, if you go into a doctor and you're over 40, one of the things they'll test you for is a deficiency in D. Mm -hmm. Not being outside enough in the sun. A lot of people are, it's are be A lot of people that right now, man, because we, yeah. we were inside. You're I, right. I was outside walking the hill, got kind of brown there, got a lot of vitamin D. Hopefully you did too, but if you didn't, go get those levels checked out. Yeah, and vitamin D is one of the things that if there is a deficiency, you're at a higher chance for issues, whether it be colon cancer, mm. uh, diabetes. I mean, there's a lot of things that affect that, right? So there are things that are beneficial for people, and you just need to know. Get your blood work done, right? Find out where your deficiencies lie. 
take a simple approach to fitness. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Start with general health supplements. Start eating right. Start exercising. And then from there, if you get to an elite level, like we're filming things mm -hmm. that we'll be putting out there for gym-based workouts, if you're one of those cats that's really trying to, to, to gain size and put on some tissue and maybe compete, guess what? You're probably going to have to take something else, whether it's a T-booster after 40, right? Because mm -hmm. your testosterone levels aren't the same, regardless of whether you exercise and eat all the right things. You definitely have natural supplements that you can go take and buy legally over the counter that can help with those type of things. We're talking about supplements. What are the times you should take supplements? Like as far as in between workouts, in between sets, before workouts, after workouts, when it comes down, what, what are the times you should take supplements? I think you break them into two brackets. And I think that's a great question for the audience. You have your pre-workout supplements and your post-workout. Think of post-workout as recovery. So protein, you're wasting it if you take it before the workout. Mm. As a matter of fact, I was telling you my philosophy with fasted workouts. Tremendous benefit mm. for somebody that wants to gain muscle or for somebody especially trying to lose body fat. Fasted workouts have a benefit, right? So I think you waste protein if you're drinking it beforehand. Mm -hmm. I used to see guys in the gym all the time with the pre-workout protein. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm like, why would you call it pre-workout protein? If you're talking about a pre-workout energy drink, mm -hmm. I understand. Mm -hmm. But protein, that's wasting it. Um, I think for recovery, another thing would be, you know, some of the vitamins and minerals that you're missing out of the diet, you, you put them there. And then quite frankly, sir, there are some supplements that need to be taken with food. Mm -hmm. So if you're not a person that's going to eat in the morning, mm -hmm. right, probably not the best time to take it. And then the other thing to think about is you have to be careful which supplements, and I'm not even talking just um, energy supplements. For some people, taking a vitamin spikes their energy, like mm -hmm. you said with a sugar, right? Mm -hmm. So if you take that before you go to bed and you're wondering why your sleep patterns are erratic, that can affect each individual differently. Yeah. So I would say... Try to introduce them in the morning time. Mm -hmm. Take your pre-workouts for pre-workout benefit and your post-workout for post-workout. So no, no, you shouldn't be taking any supplements while you're in between your workouts because I see some people at the gym, like even home gyms, they're working out, take a sip of their protein or in between sets. That's a, that's yeah, a I think that's a good gimmick. And I think they're social influencers, a lot of those mm -hmm. people. And I think, again, you got to look at the narrative and the audience that it's targeted to. And I think that's a great point. Um, look, we're not here to to do anything except inform, educate, and our goal is to empower this audience mm -hmm. for their health. What about the people who just, you know, you see a lot of people at the gym. Well, we used to see people at the gym. They have like a little a red a red drink and a purple drink and an orange drink. And I know it's not Gatorade. No, what those are of? those are energy drinks. Okay. It's kind of like similar to the Turbo Tea mm -hmm. or Speed Stack or, you know, Red Bull or whatever, right? There's a ton of them out there. And for most of those people, it's something to get them up mm. and to keep them going for that workout. Okay. Yeah, I, I would say for the majority of them, if they're drinking protein, they're very misinformed. <laughs> so they need to definitely tune in protein, to the Renew You podcast. And flexing all them up. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know, that was, I didn't know it was a waste of time to drink protein before you work out. It, it, it makes no sense, right? I thought, I thought it was all about giving your body and giving your muscles that, that protein while it's working out. But... That it doesn't work like that. No. So if you think about it, think of muscle fiber, right? So muscle fiber breaks down during a workout, right? Mm -hmm. You're applying a stress, a stimulus to that body. It's going to break down. Mm -hmm. So when you are at rest is when the body heals itself. That's when the muscle gets stronger. So think of the muscle fiber like a rubber band. Mm -hmm. You get the rubber band thin right before it breaks, right? Mm -hmm. 
and then it gets denser. The muscle fibers get denser, thicker. That's how you put on muscle. Mm-hmm. Why would that benefit you taking protein during a workout? It's a waste of money. So how long does protein actually take for it to be effective? Protein synthesis is something that varies for individual, like mm-hmm. your body's ability to break down that protein, mm-hmm. absorb it, and utilize it. It's not going to happen between sets. No, it's not going to happen between a set, which is why I think it's a waste of money. And quite frankly, you waste all that money in the urinal. Yeah, it's, a, it's not good. That's why it's rainbow bright in the urine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I, I think, you know, for me, I've just kept it always very simple. You've got pre-workout, post-workout. You got your general health, your fat loss, and your muscle products. Mm-hmm. That's it. Sorry about that. That was letting us know that there was a client coming in. But let's keep on going. Yeah. That was my client. Sorry. No worries. I think, uh, I, you know what? Hey, this is real time, real stuff. So mm-hmm. you, get the, you get the dirty, dirty, the uncut version. That's what I like. <laughs> keep it real. I think the, the biggest benefit, Antoine, is just making sure you as an individual feel comfortable with what you're doing. And for me, it's always having information. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about the age that we live in. We can Google and look up anything right now. There's so much data that you can look at. It's at the power of your fingertip. You don't have to be a medical professional to make an educated decision on whether you should use a post-workout or a pre-workout or whether or not waste your money at all. And that's what I like about our website, we have all of that stuff there. Proteins, we have food, we have um, meal plans, we have diet plans. I, I, like you said, you can research a lot of that stuff at We Knew You Fit. Yeah, we did all the work for you, right? Mm-hmm. You've got over 4,000 plus meal options for any demographic. You've got a lot of things that you can custom fit for you. Mm-hmm. Shop anywhere you want, get the, the macros that you need to hit the goal that you desire. Mm-hmm. I think that's beneficial. Um, I think the the biggest thing that we offer at Renew You is the empowerment, the education, and putting you, the consumer, in control, right? So I heard today that the whole goal for this this type of podcast is to redo you so that you can do it at RenewYouFit.com, right? I like that. We, uh, we definitely want you to reset that start button after 40. I think there's some great things that you can accomplish. For me, the biggest thing, Antoine, is mindset. It is. Mindset and supplements. Yes. The one thing that I that I didn't talk about, sir, that I think is a, a huge thing for people after 40, mm-hmm. especially after 50, is Let them know, Don. What did we miss out? Sleep. And mm-hmm. I'm going to be very frank with you. I noticed that um, our minds, right, they have so many things on them nowadays. We're inundated with all kinds of stuff. And a lot of people are looking at their screens or tablets or phones right before they go to bed. Can you see my sleepless eye a little bit? Yeah, I, I know mine are. I know mine are. So <laughs> I see. I looked in there. I'm like, oh, that's the sleepless eye. <laughs> I think the biggest thing for people as they age, sir, is getting consistent sleep. And I think sleep patterns affect that. And I think things like melatonin mm-hmm. and those type of supplements that you can do naturally to to help you fall to sleep without any sleep aids, like you know, medication type stuff, is huge. You know, when I was younger, I didn't get no sleep, and I used to take those melatonin pills remember they had them mm-hmm. where you can take them and you're supposed to gain muscle mass as you went into the REM sleep you ever yes heard? yes that you know <laughs> you know exactly. so everybody talked about that REM cycle right mm-hmm. the whole goal was to get in there because it does quite a few things so when you look at what REM was supposed to do right and the science behind it some of the things they talked about was the amount of testosterone mm-hmm. that gets released at that point for a male um, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of benefits, but the reality is for most people, 
if you do not get good quality sleep, you're going to overeat. Mm-hmm. There's tons of science behind that, mm. right? Is it because um, you're just trying to get that energy from the food? Absolutely. You cannot release the natural growth hormone that's released during REM, right, mm-hmm. which is important. And I think for a lot of people, the reality is they don't recover and they they have a lack of energy. They are not able to perform their duties the way that they should, whether mm-hmm. it's their you know duties as a parent, a job, whatever. Duties in the bed. There you go. And by the way, we didn't even get into that. That's the last topic we'll we'll put out there. There are supplements for men, T-boosters, mm-hmm. that help when you are struggling to perform your manly activities in a bedroom, right? Those things can definitely benefit. But again, you got to look at, A, do I have a medical condition, like a heart issue? Mm-hmm. Uh, do I have a blood flow or circulatory issue? Because remember, that's a muscle, right? Yeah. So um, you think about the blood flow that's required to perform your manly duties down there. Um, you need to make sure that your heart's ready for that. A right? vegetarian diet helps that a lot. So I hear. That's what Mike Tyson says, right? Yeah, that's uh, what I say. <laughs> I've noticed the difference. So has, she has too. That's great. That Now that should be a supplement <laughs> for like horny goat weed, that supplement that they I sell. I've noticed the difference. She has too. <laughs> That, that is a good line. But nowadays, people are gonna, they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna remember that. Hey. She, you don't know. Hey, it's it, it's they, it's we. It's all yes. about performance. I agree. Supplemental performance. Sometimes you need to do that. The other thing to think about too that affects that sleep pattern and some of the hormonal things that we talked about: mm-hmm. drinking too much alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know, um, too much caffeine at the wrong times. Mm-hmm. All of those things affect your body too and much caffeine at the wrong time will have your heart pumping too much and your brain have you sweating and it, i don't know if the heart can pump too much because hopefully it'll help you pump more so you know just like that pre-workout you come in energized ready to bring the wood you can be tired though well no the goal is to bring the wood when you come in there antoine what you're talking about right so it's it's <laughs> picking up the big stick like you used to talk about in baseball no, and go yard and go yard big dog so <laughs> no i and the, the last thing that i i think we close up with you know uh, all facetiousness aside, oh, what the big word you just used? facetiousness being funny. You're funny. <laughs> I think uh, the one thing that the audience, especially the female audience out there, thinks about is going through menopause is, is life changing for a lot of women. You know, mm-hmm. it affects the way that they feel about themselves. It affects their sexual mood, their energy level, their mood swings mm-hmm. become erratic at times. Disclaimer, I have nothing to do with this part of the conversation. I like how he says that. Go ahead, throw it on me. It's all good. We, we've, we've got clients, and I, I, my clients openly and honestly talk about that, mm-hmm. right? And it's uncomfortable for a lot of them to have that conversation, but because you're their health professional and you're helping them get to their goals, a lot of them are noticing, hey, dude, I, I, hit, a, I hit a wall. Like, my body fat is not going down. I'm retaining more water. I just don't feel my best. You know, I'm lethargic. What do I do? So there are definitely products out there, and I would encourage you to do some research. Go online like we talked about. There are definite benefits to women that are going through menopause to take supplements to help balance that out. But again, it goes back to sleep, hydration, diet, rest. All of those things play a factor. There's not a silver bullet that's going to do it all. So tune in to our next podcast so you can get some more informative information like this. We definitely appreciate you listening. Make sure you DM us and let us know how your feedback is. You can go right to our website at renewyoufit.com. And then I'll let Antoine talk about it. You like it, hit the bell. 
and subscribe below. Yes, we definitely want you to subscribe and definitely make sure you send it to your friends. Hopefully you find this information beneficial. We look forward to seeing you again. RenewYouFit.com. Talk to you soon.